So I've been doing comedy a really long time. And one of the things I love more than anything else is when I see a new comic that I haven't seen before and they're so fucking funny. It blows my mind. And I'm such a fan of comedy that I'm a fan of just about anybody who gets on stage. I, you don't hear that from a lot of comedians. You know, like people can get really jaded in this business, but I really, really love stand-up. And it blows my mind how many incredibly talented people there are, especially in Los Angeles, and you never hear their names. You just, there. you know, there's this elite pool of real famous and successful comedians, and then there's like, a bazillion people are so talented and you wonder what the difference is what makes one person get that fame and the other person who doesn't and I'm thrilled when I find somebody I'm just like, oh my god this guy is so funny and then it's also incredibly depressing because I'm like oh my god he's so funny why don't more people know about him and then I start thinking about myself and then I get really depressed and then I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> and with that being said, I want to introduce this comic who I just, I love him so much. We do shows together all the time and he always cracks me up so edgy and so good and nobody really knows who you are. <laughs> Maybe because it's so hard to say your name. Yashir Kaffee. Did I do it right? Yes. No, that's correct. Okay. Thank it you. It could Thank just so be much. that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that should change my name. Yeah. You're, you're so funny. Like, you crack me up. And I'm so glad that we've finally gotten together. And I can introduce you to at least my, like, people who enjoy edgy, funny, ridiculous yeah, it's, shit. It's my honor to do this fo- podcast. Thanks <laughs> so much. Thank you. Do you feel the same way? You're, like, in comedy. You're, like... God, it's such a grind, but I mean, you do, but you love the craft, right? So you just keep abusing yourself, but. Yeah, I mean, it's considered an abusive process for me because it's been almost um, 11 and a half years that I've been in Los Angeles doing comedy, acting, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, a lot of my friends who are now married, they have careers, they look at me and say, so what's your plan B? And I don't have one. There is no plan B. There is no plan B. There can't be. No, because I really enjoy this. Even though I'm not making any money from it yet and I'm working odd jobs, but I just really enjoy writing new jokes and going up on stage. Even the nights that I don't get a laugh, I still enjoy this whole well, we just Soul did suffering. it. Yeah. We're, we're at yeah. Sal's Comedy Hall, which I'm always posting on Twitter because I come here all the time because it is the most brutal workout room. Yes, it is. Um, we mostly perform in front of other comics. We run our shit, and it's fun. This place, I, I, I said tonight, it feels like a fraternity. It and, is. And the, and the actual part of getting on stage is the hazing process. Yes, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's brutal. It's, uh, yeah. But it's a psychological it, hazing. It is. Yeah, yeah. But it, I really do enjoy coming here as well. And so yeah, hard to tell like why we like what we do, but sometimes you don't make a dime. Some, I've done 129 student films, and I haven't got paid for any of them, but I just love doing them. Right. Each and single. And, and I don't have a footage for each one. Oh, no? No. Oh, you should like at least I, be able to get... Maybe, well, maybe I have some footage from right. some of them, but a lot of them I just did them for free. But I still enjoy remembering the days I went there and did maybe... I don't know. Well, maybe it's a psychological problem. Yeah. Psycholo- <laughs> <laughs> a psychological problem. You're working for free yes. forever. Yeah. You know, it's just <laughs> abusive. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy the craft? Like, oh, did you see... Like, sometimes I go look back and I go, oh, I really liked how I looked at the camera there and I didn't blink or learned, something right? like that. Yeah. That's a good way to learn. Yeah. I don't know. I just... With I. First off, okay, you crack me up just in general because you're like, I mean, just when you get on stage, you're like, it's almost like 
you're doing the Andy Kaufman characters, or I mean, like I know you've heard that before, but that's just you. You're just hilarious. Oh, thank you. Got you got the accent. It's, and it's very kind of you. Thank you. But yeah. the best thing, I, I we're hanging out, and I'm like, I gotta have you on the podcast. I'm like, give me a couple of ideas. Just text me some things. And then you wrote the most hilarious list of shit, and I was like, I'm not gonna pick one. We're gonna try and get through this list. Sure. Because it's insanely funny. Awesome. So I I don't even know what it all means. You just said here are a few of my talking points that occurred to me this morning. So you basically were like, you, you went to sleep that night, woke up the next morning, we're like, number one, we'll start right there, fat shaming versus retard shaming. Yeah, it came, okay, so <laughs> these these um, these talking points, they just popped up when I was doing push-ups. I have to do a few push-ups every day. Maybe long story short, this is based on an experience that I had because Mm, seven, eight years ago, I did a show at the Ice House at Stage 2. Back then, it was called um, Annex. The Annex, Annex yeah. yeah. So I was doing it, the Annex, and we had a heckler. And this girl heckled all the comedians, like comedian number one, comedian uh. number two, comedian number three. One of the comedians who was really ruthless, he went up there, and he pointed out the 40 extra pounds of lard she was carrying in her midsection. And that <laughs> got her super depressed, so she stopped talking. And the rest of the comics could do their job. And then somebody later on mentioned, oh, that was fat shaming. And he said, no, I was retard shaming. Meaning she is, which, I mean, it's not a PC thing to say. None of it but was. But I really liked it. But I, I, my, my main point is sometimes fat shaming could be misconstrued in, in the modern society. What do you mean? Well, I read a research that indicated that on average, uh, people in the United States <laughs> are 20 to 30 percent heavier than their counterparts in the 80s. Their R counterparts? What do you mean? Like the means like people their when own they were in the age, 80s. And oh, their own gender. Like the statistic, like our population is now 20 to 30 percent heavier. Okay, across. S the yeah, some of it is attributed to lack of exercise and. Um, Getting on your phone, jerking off to porn. Are we 20 to 30% more retarded, too? <laughs> that, too. I'm sorry. That could, that I can't help myself. Yeah, reading okay. less, whatever, We're being less awful. active. But at the awful same time, one, one of the articles uh, indicated that some of the enzymes and bacteria that existed in, in Americans' uh, large intestine are gone because of the foods that's been manipulated by food companies such as Monsanto. I mean, they didn't say Monsanto. I know I'm not supposed to use the f company's name. But also the, the hormones that are injected into the c cows. and Destroys the ba good bacteria? Good bacteria and then uh, enzymes. So therefore, the, digest the digestion system is way slower. So we absorb more of it and turn it into fat. Okay. Otherwise, a person, same gender, same body type, who was doing the same amount of exercises and had the same calorie intake back in the 80s was way lighter just because the chemicals in the body was not affected by artificial food. Okay. So, so what I'm trying to say is sometimes if I come and say... So you're saying people should not fat shame because it's not their fault. They're just eating differently yeah, yeah. and it's causing... But also if I come and say, oh, like this kid is fat, the other kid is fat too, and these 10, 12, 13, 20, 30 kids are fat, it's not that I'm fat shaming. It's like you find somebody with a bullet hole in his stomach and he's bleeding. If I come and say, oh, 
he has a bullet hole and he's bleeding. And then if hypothetically someone says, don't bullet hole shame him. Let him bleed. Well, then I say, well, you're fucking retarded because we have <laughs> to take him to the hospital. And then we have to find out who shot him in the stomach. Find the gun, find the culprit, make some arrests. You're losing me. Okay, well, I'm trying to say okay. it's like the reason these kids are all fat, the reason they all have bullet holes is because somebody shot them. Meaning the reason we're all fat now is because... Somebody fucked but with our food. you're not fat. I'm not fat. I'm just saying hypothetically. Meaning somebody messed with the food. Somebody is uh, changing the genetics existing in our fruits, in our vegetables, in our... I, I'm sure there's something to it, but I, I mean... So, yeah. So I'm, What I'm trying I'm to say is skeptical. like we, maybe we need to ask for more regulations on food companies. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. When you watch, get, oh my yeah. god, well, there's so many documentaries you can watch about like food and food, how it affects yeah. people. And maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist. Maybe I'm a wacko. Maybe these open mics took it took a toll on my brain. So I'm saying these things. But I think um, uh, there's a bigger culprit in the picture than just like, oh, you're fat. You, what I'm trying to say is, people who say you are fat shaming, or people who are just out there to get fat shamers. In a way, they're the spokespeople of Monsanto and food company. <laughs> that's hell? that's that's how I see it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, I yeah. just like, I I mean, it's it's difficult to maintain a healthy lifestyle. It is. And so it's it's you know, it just is. There we live in an ecosystem where people are eating unhealthy and not exercising. And yeah, so I, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I know there's some fruit that's like abnormally large. So like maybe, you know, and, and there's no worms and apples anymore. Like there's definitely things that are wrong that, yes. yeah. yeah, but, uh, yeah, but definitely like getting a lot of exercise and eating right. It's sort of like the go-to. No, it is. Yeah. It's very true. But how does uh, that relate to, you've said, fat yeah. shaming versus retard shaming. So oh, that was... Uh, that because was of the guy who said the thing. Yes, she was exactly. That Because when you say the word retarded, that, yeah. like people get pretty pissed off. Yeah, they do. I don't know if people get pissed off with saying the word fat. Do they? Is, they is get it the pissed same? off now. I, in, my, in, my, in my experience, you can't say fat anymore. The d- I think the difference, though, is in some way is that if you're fat, you might know you're fat. But if you're retarded, you might not know you're Retarded. Yeah, like exactly. Or, it's just know. a word. So we, you don't know. Mm. Like you're just ha- happily whatever. But yeah. But fat people get might be sensitive, but they know you got to know you're fat, right? Yeah, exactly. So like and you need to look for a cure. Well, maybe if you want or not. But you know, you can be very sexy and beautiful and be fat and be happy. Yeah, and that's a big lie. But it's just when it gets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think if it gets. Um, <laughs> If it's affecting your life and your ability to function and your ability to be hel- like, be able to function in your life and enjoy your life, then that sucks. Yeah. And it's hurting the people around you. Definitely. And it's overall across the system, it hurts like everybody healthcare wise. So, you know. It does. You know, for every pound of fat, your body has to build a vascular structure that's a mile long. Oh, man. Did you know this? I had no idea. Because all the tiny little capillaries that it takes to support one pound of fat. That's why it's so hard to lose the it, the it's uh, well why it's so easy to put fat back on is because your, once your body has built that vascular structure it becomes very easy to to put weight on because your body's ready to support it. Oh wow! Yeah. So, um, but all right. Well, moving on. Let's do the next topic. Next topic. Yeah. That you thought of while you were doing push-ups, push-ups in the morning. Yeah, yeah. By the way, you're not fat. You wake up and you exercise. Oh yeah, it's I exercise every day. Me yeah. too. And I yeah, and I'm. 
I watch what I eat. I have an app on my phone, my fitness pal. Oh, I've used my fitness pal before. Yeah, and any time. Do you use it every day? Because it's a lot of work. Every day, and every day I go in front of a mirror, I take off all my clothes, and I flex, and then I tell myself, you're fucking fat. You need to lose weight. Really? And that makes me uh, eat less <laughs> and then keep the weight. So that's my, I fat shame myself, which I think that's an, that's an okay thing to do. Maybe fat shamers just hate themselves Maybe. and would rather be fat and happy. Exactly. Why? We'd rather be eating Monsanto and Lord like infused. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then yep. you wouldn't be fat shaming anyone else because you wouldn't be miserably thin. Definitely. But, but one, one friend, one friend pointed out something that was super interesting. He told me, if you want to see how how much healthier people were back in the day. Watch a 70s porn and compare it to a current modern day porn. Really? Which I did. And <laughs> the guys in the 70s who were fucking, they were all like, it was, they were just like role playing, like <laughs> sailors, they visited a brothel and they were having sex. No, they were all super uber skinny. The guys who fuck nowadays, I, I mean, I paid attention to the weight. They were like all ripped, but when they were having an orgasm, their belly would just stuck out because they would not flex. And then that you could see, oh, they have a lot of extra that they're carrying. So you're you were w- purely doing this for research purposes. In after after what, what I was told, I opened two windows. One is seventy. Oh, you're watching porn. them simultaneously. Yes, and then I saw it from the top to the end, and I was like, the skinny guy from the seventies, he fucked, and then he finished. You might not have been able to see the man's gut under her pubic hair. In, n- n- well, actually, now that you're mentioning, I, I can't remember that particular part because I was just looking at the midsection and the the orgasm part, and I was like, whoa, when the orgasm happened i was right. like oh the guy from the 2016 <laughs> video is like jiggling but the other one was like he's still solid and thin so i was like oh my friend had interesting a point. research yeah so maybe the food back then was healthier than well, now maybe you should do um more research on this and get back to me because <laughs> one you d- <laughs> let me know it may be kind of absurd mind you whatever i say <laughs> it's not scientifically backed right, it's just my tell. observations one day right, on I a l- video a lot of rage and some conspiracy theorist articles and then I go and say oh yeah somebody is out there and trying to get me right that's how I motivate myself I think yeah, that yeah. that's true that's yes. I, I definitely as as know that you this know is you're your not perspective Ill. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no I, I'm, I'm yeah, not basing yeah, yeah. your opinions <laughs> on science and nor yeah. but I like the porn observation I like your re- your form of research to come to these conclusions exactly watch so. somebody pure and naked and compare them to yeah well I I said the thing about hair down there because yeah. your next topic was pubic hair on face i.e. hipsters fashionable styles what does that mean oh. pubic hair on face i.e. so I'm, I'm assuming you're talking yeah. about hipsters with their with their hairy face yeah yeah and their like fancy mus- mustache yeah. And again, I was watching a YouTube video that a friend sent me, <laughs> and this disgusting hipster guy <laughs> went to a, a barber shop, and he spent like three f- to four hundred dollars for this guy to give him a haircut and then <laughs> shave his face in such a weird way that the end result made his face look like a testicle. Oh God! And then he had all these like pub- like the facial hair turned into some sort of a weird curly pubic on the chin area. But then here you could see a clear line that divided his chick cheek from the rest of his face. Okay. And then I was like, wow. And then I started to think about like, and then there are some other like um, videos on the side that discusses um, oh m- men with beard lifting weights and all. And I watched them, and, I, and what I realized was like, 
all of these guys, again, no scientific backing, no <laughs> data, nothing, personal observations, they're all feeling less than a man. They're all emasculated, but they want to look like a lumberjack. Wait, I'm so, you lost me. Why all do right. they look emasculated? Oh, I think because of what's going on um, with the entertainment, like everybody should be extremely muscular and manly and all of these fake Photoshop pictures or sports such as UFC, football, and all of these real strong guys on steroids, they've become a threat to average guys out there. So they want to look like that, but they can't. So they overcompensate by putting pubic hair on their faces <laughs> or growing their beard, as I call it. And okay. then they, they try to act tough by like going to these CrossFit classes. That's not going to get them but, uh, anywhere. But is, is CrossFit, yeah. is that a hipster thing? I don't think it is. Based on my observation, anytime you go, you can just look into a, um, look into a, a CrossFit class and you find a shit ton of hipsters who have big bellies, but they're like just moving this. Hipster, the, I always think mm. hipsters were like skinny jeans and they're, they're thin and they're, mm. and they're like. They wear skinny jeans uh, that um, is like, sort of like squishing their testicles. No, I'm kidding, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, they, uh, they wear these skinny yes. jeans, but great majority of hipsters that I observed in the uh, neighborhood of Silver Lake, they're okay. fat. I have to say, <laughs> I haven't done a good job of really introducing, you're, you're from Iran? Yes, I am. Okay, and you moved here uh, many years ago. 1999. 1999. Okay. 1998, I went to England. I lived there for a year and a half, and then I came here. Yeah. I just feel like when you when you have like when you say stuff, it comes from this like really fucked up, unique perspective. Yeah. Because you're like taking in all this stuff that is so probably like, I mean, I can't imagine what your youth was like. Versus it was, yeah, it was super weird. Well, I grew up in like a totalitarian. Men state. in Iran have tons of facial hair and it's a totally thick pubic-esque facial hair no, type it's, thing. it's very true but then again like a lot of people shave some people who are religious they don't shave but here in the United States when you watch TV they only show the ones who have never shaved in their entire life like when they find a caveman in Iran they show it on TV I got, no, I know but what we you're have saying. people who are like yeah they're clean shaven right. and all but I remember when we were growing up people who were unshaven were considered to be either working for the government or pious Muslims etc etc so some people as a form of dissent they shave their faces very got clean it. of course just to say we're not that you know and, and it right. wasn't illegal but it was just a statement so yeah, well, yeah. I'm, it's interesting your view on facial hair. Uh, yeah, and and, hipsters, and hipsters. Yes. Let's see. Okay. Well, you also have another one. You you have like this thing with hipsters because hipsters obsession with what is IPAs? Oh, IPAs are uh, Indian pale ale. It's What's a kind of beer. Oh, okay. That's dark. Um, I don't know the whole history of IPAs, but I know when the Brits were uh, colonizing uh, Great Britain and um, during the process of rape and pillage and economically exploiting uh, the Indians, they needed to drink beer. Okay. But I couldn't make, um, they couldn't brew beer in India because of the climate back in the day, it was hard to, the, the, the industry was not technologically advanced enough for them to brew beer there. So they started importing beer from England. But for beer to make it from England to India, they had to put a lot of hop which is the, the, the plant right. or the herb, to, key to preserve it. But hop makes it really dark and brown. 
That's why the dark kind of ale that that's hoppy is it's big has been known as Indian pale ale. Because oh. it was the pale ale that they had to take it from England in a sheep in a ship and take it to um, to um, to to India. Okay. That's why it's called India. But nowadays there are breweries who intentionally they put a lot of hop in it and they fuck around with the taste. They put like armpit aftertaste in it, urine aftertaste in it. Uh, so you you yeah. don't like this type of beer? I do. Secretly, I drink at oh, home, okay. but people don't see me, so they don't think I'm a hipster. And then, <laughs> but then I was a bartender for are a long you, time. Are you like a wannabe hipster deep inside? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay. I, I want to think that's not true. So maybe <laughs> like I, I have this you. alternative personality that I haven't <laughs> met yet. But yeah, well, anytime you go to a bar, you find all of these hipsters who are like bragging about their knowledge of IPAs. Like, yeah, I did not know th- that. That's uh, like so-and-so. It's from Boston. It has I'm a nice aftertaste of like condom and urine or whatever yeah and they enjoy condom yeah <laughs> i don't know anything about beer at all so oh, okay. i'm a lousy canadian oh no oh are you canadian yeah oh, I didn't but know. i'm not a beer drinker so oh, nice yeah yeah oh all right so that's interesting that uh, hipsters and uh, ipa oh because ipa is is kind of a brown kind of a darker beer right i think people who drink it again it's a, it's a it signifies wanting to be macho yeah that's it so I have pubic hair on my face. I went to the CrossFit class, even though I'm carrying 20 pounds of lard in my midsection. And now I'm drinking IPAs, bro. Is that so hipster? That's not what I visualize as hipster at all. I visualize yeah. like, I mean, I don't really know, but like a lot of like, you know, that tends to be like a Silver Lake crowd. And I feel like progressive in some way. Oh, okay. And, and they have like, or maybe they'll have like a funky mustache or we're like, you like more, yeah. um, Used clothes or whatever, like older clothes that. Got it. Not. I mean, I lived in Eugene, Oregon like for six years. Like fashion culture, maybe a little bit. Yeah, well, I saw. I lived in Eugene, Oregon for six years. I saw a lot of Braga. hippies there. I actually like that part yeah. of the country. It's I like them a lot, especially yeah. when they smell like picholi and all. That's like peaceful, nice, non-pretentious. It was their lifestyle. But with hipsters, I don't know. One day, I snapped and I became <laughs> anti-hipster. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then here we go. The next topic might relate because it's brainwashed people who cannot change their beliefs. Well, if they're brainwashed, then yeah. Yeah, they can. Well, one example that came up was I happen to know a person who is a Trump supporter. Okay. uh, There's a lot of Trump supporters. There are a lot of them. But but not in L.A. Like, we live in a bubble that is really anti-Trump, but he got elected somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked when he got elected because I just, where we live, it just, nobody was going to vote for him. So, but we're out of touch. We're, California is, it's out of, we really are. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's very liberal. But this one person is from Los Angeles. And 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 pro-Trump. Pro-Trump. Which is all, which is fine with me, but. Sometimes, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it's a choice. A, it's a free country. Yeah, yeah. Was no, that I, I respect the fact that people can choose right. whoever they want. Just I'm all for it. But the problem with this one person is he tries to bring up Trump and then defend his policies or initiatives. And when he is faced with facts that counter his uh, the usefulness of his dumb argument. Refuses to acknowledge. Refuses to acknowledge. And then one day it occurred to me and I told him, like, listen, you and I cannot have a conversation because if tomorrow Trump shows up with a bucket of shit and hands it to you and say, hey, listen, this is chocolate. 
you're gonna drink that bucket oh of shit and god. go oh my god it's such a you delicious said that to him? yeah i said you're gonna say wow this is such a delicious chocolate did you buy this from switzerland denmark you you you're gonna take this for well, chocolate this is a friend of yours yeah and, and so you're no, no longer friends not, not, because a, not, not a real friend like an acquaintance okay so yeah. and he was like no that's not true. i was like yeah you're gonna drink the shit and say wow this is such a nice nice liquidated chocolate i really enjoyed it i said in that case you and i cannot argue because you're gonna believe and defend this person no matter what because you're brainwashed wow so that was my analogy and then i was like oh my god problem solved i shouldn't get mad at people for deliberately not seeing the obvious because they have chosen to just support this that's true to a lot of things and we're we're all kind of guilty of that sometimes you know you kind of want to see what you want to see yeah. Well, he might not drink a cup of shit, but yeah. Well, in this in this one instance, he, he may he go <laughs> that far. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I enjoyed the analogy and the insult and. And you actually said it to him, and you're done. Yeah, we're done. And he told me that I'm a fucking moron. I'm a liberal. I'm this and that. And I was like, yeah, you know, you can call me whatever, but this is how I see you, and I enjoy visualizing you drink that. Bucket. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess you can't see eye to eye then no, you're no. D- yeah that's it I, I don't know i mean people can have very different beliefs so you can still get along with them but it is hard to be with somebody who doesn't ever question or has doesn't have the ability to to hear an argument and and understand that it's just a t- conversation and maybe we can change yeah so i i i get that yeah or sim- the simple fact that i always know my views are not scientifically backed Right. Or I don't have data, <laughs> even though I love the views, but that leaves room for me to say, right. oh, I'm open well, to see some. You're forming opinions based on porn, which is always, always a good place in to that, start. Yeah, in that one instance, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would think everything mm. you could kind of come to a conclusion, you know, for, through porn. Through porn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And which leads us to the next one. How you s- you said this? How legalization, how legalizing prostitution can affect the porn industry and or Fox News and or getting laid. Oh, um, this uh, I used to bartend at this uh, bar many years ago, and we had a couple of um, couple of girls sitting at the bar, and it became evident that they're prostitutes. So a few of the uh, guests uh, in this bar they didn't like that, so they kind of talked to the bartender and the manager, and and then the security guard escorted them out. This was many years ago, and um, and it was a little bit humiliating for them, and I felt bad. And I got to thinking, like, well, they haven't, they haven't committed a murder, or they haven't sort of like, uh, this may be an extreme example, but these people, they haven't like fabricated evidence about WMDs in this foreign country, which resulted in the death of five thousand Americans and a million Iraqis. They're just renting out their vaginas for <laughs> a few hundred dollars to make right. rent. There's nothing wrong about that but then i was thinking more about it and i talked to an uncle that i have which is a very wise guy and he told me look look um there are all of these people who are getting into porn industry which means they're fucking for money but it's in front of a camera right and then that's okay but once you remove the camera then oh it's not okay it's not prostitution it's illegal right so that's kind of that that it occurred to me that that's kind of dumb um and I thought, uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with legalizing prostitution when getting fucked for money in front of a camera is okay. Well, I, think, I, uh, I, I mean, th- I there's mean, all I levels of prostitution. I mean, there's all kinds of things people will do. 
for yeah. you know with their bodies or whatever for yeah. mon- money or compensation or yeah. I mean I I can imagine that it doesn't to me it doesn't make sense if if a two adults want to make an exchange and one I- and they're both willing then who the fuck cares who what the if they're fucking for the money exactly, exactly. I never get that and when yeah. you go to other parts of the world where it's uh, acceptable it's so much better I've I've I I'm actually fascinated by it but like in Holland uh-huh. the w- the women get to negotiate their own deals and everybody's checked for STDs and it's it's a it's a better system in my mind because it's legal. Yeah, yeah. It's by actually far. It's very true because and then well this this way of asking them to leave and kicking them out these two girls these three girls that I mentioned uh, right? ago, it really made They were there all the time? They would stop by every now and then. See if they could pick up somebody yeah, that would want to... Yeah, sometimes they did. But then the whole way that they were being judged and being treated, it really made me think about that. It's so fucked up. But also what you are mentioning about Holland, Netherlands, or all of these other countries that they have legalized prostitution, how it's actually very th- How very is it in true. Iran? must be completely... Oh, unfortunately... Um, Offic- the official data shows that Iran has a large prostitution problem. Okay. Uh, well, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's not and It's and not a problem. It's just very real. It's yeah. everywhere. This is not something that people... Some yeah. of some, Unfortunately, some Iranian women have left Iran and went to Dubai or United Arab Emirates. And to, to prostitute. To prostitute. Yeah. To uh, okay. Yeah. And some in Turkey. I was told some in Japan. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we have that problem. And I've heard that um, I visited home last year after 17 years and a few months ago. And um, I was told by people... And you, couldn't like and you were looking for a prostitute? No, I wasn't looking for a prostitute, <laughs> but, but I was told by people that, hey, you know, there are these underground brothels everywhere that the government is aware of their presence, but right, they're but they not just touching look away them. Because yeah. the government officials are going there. <laughs> or... or, or, or they may be running them. Uh, yeah, yeah, because sure. it's a very lucrative business. But wha- one thing that occurred to me, um, and again, these are like this is one of um, the wise words of my uncle, is that if you have a choice to go to a to a brothel, you will be a more honest person when you're actually falling in love with someone. In a brothel? No, no, no. Outside of outside brothel. of the brothel. Because he, he, m- according to this wise person, if you're like. If your only way of having sex is oh. to like some kind of like just get this girlfriend or this woman to touch your penis uh, the way you beautifully mentioned it right you said then you lie to the person then oh, you cause pretend I, I mentioned something about yeah, it just yeah. to seduce her right whereas in reality if you're not really desperate for 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 sex and you can get it at a reasonable price at the brothel then you won't lie to a woman and say oh I really think you're beautiful I really think we should go out again <laughs> I really feel like I'm someone else when I'm with you you know that bullshit <laughs> it will be it will be it will be circumvented it will be curtailed well I I'd imagine too that like I mean not for me but if a man goes to a brothel and has a legit business exchange and they go about their business it's not as shameful as picking up a prostitute like for either party it's just it's arranged and it's it's well you know yeah it's just uh, i don't think people should be judged because of it oh i would agree all right so then um you had a few other things that you kind of threw in in the last minute but um by the way prostitution we talk about in iran but what about porn i mean obviously with the internet everything can people 
I mean, what is the what is the I, I can't speak for the whole population, but it, I, I always view that as such a strict and um, one culture. In, one indication of how much porn the people of one country watch uh-huh. is to go on Twitter, and there are softwares that can do that for uh-huh. you, and see and see how many um, how many followers a particular porn star has from a particular country. Oh yeah. And I was told that certain porn stars, that I don't remember their names, they have predominantly Iranian followers on Twitter. Oh. So that shows they watch them, that they've become a fan, and now they're following them. Of that particular them. Yeah. person. That makes and, sense. And as you mentioned with the internet, like, porn is everywhere. Yeah. So porn is everywhere. But I remember, I, yeah. I have one video right now that's getting, a biz- like, I, I posted it many, many years ago. It was, like, when the BP oil spill occurred. Oh, okay. So it's the B, I did the song, it's like a, about the BP oil spill. It's just this like really silly song with a funny video that I put up online and it did nothing for years. In the last couple of months, I think it, it's gotten like 70,000 views and they're almost all out of India. Oh, interesting. It's the craziest thing. Like, why did that pick up in India? You don't I know. I have no yeah, idea. Somebody in India liked it and they started passing it around. I hope it continues to go because that's, a. I mean, and it's just in the last few months, it just incurred like... Literally like 50,000 views in no time at all. Not Nobody here, but <laughs> all in India. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. It's uh, Yeah, so there's, so they're watching particular people. That's what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, okay. yeah, Or But 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 I'm sure but porn is widespread. But they're not shooting porn there. No, no, of course not. No, it's, no. It's, a, it's probably our greatest export. It's, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the United States export. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do yeah. a good job with and, that. And also, um, uh, and recently, a porn star from Great Britain went to Iran to get a nose job. Okay. Because uh, they say the Iranian nose job is the best nose job on the planet because they have a lot of practice. Because we Cause all we have, have big noses. We all have big noses, and we all have a ton of surgeons that they do nose surgery, so they have a lot of practice. Interesting. Yeah. But then I read like so s- <laughs> in some newspapers, they said, oh, so-and-so risked her life because she was a porn star. She went around. No, that's bullshit. Had they known she's a porn star, they would just simply deport her. Oh. So it's not the primitive society where they drag somebody out and cut her head off. You know this, but unfortunately, the the, the, the news media took charge. Oh my God! So you risked your life. I was like, no, not really. If they knew, they would have deported her. That's so this it. was the thing. This was like a thing people were talking about. The porn star's nose. Uh, yeah, a year ago. Oh. Was, uh, on like Iranians, um, um, sort of like had this porn star there, and they did a nose job for her. And oh. Like, oh. Okay. Yeah. It hardly seems like news, but yeah, okay. exactly. And and then they asked her, why did you go there? And she was like, well, they have the best. Best plastic surgeons, they do the best nose jobs. Yeah, interesting. So. All right. Well, you have interesting facts. <laughs> yeah, weird. All right. Well, I think there's this. Um, is this one more? I'm not sure if there's one or two more. Okay. Let's see. If time, because oh, you said if time allows, we can also discuss, of course, if time allows, yeah. other normalized abnormal behaviors such as diet and fitness fads, i.e., CrossFit, hot yoga, gluten free lard, bloated fitness experts and athletes. So basically, you're saying that people have behaviors that we do culturally that you view as abnormal that have become normalized. Yeah. Such as gluten-free, hot yoga, lard bloated (laughs) fitness experts. I'm quoting you exactly. Yeah. And uh, what did, you know, all this different stuff. Okay, so please explain. Oh, okay. Um, 
again, based on my personal observation. Of course, this is all your observations. No scientific facts, nothing. So but By the way, I'm yeah. going to interject right here that your stand-up is really funny because you, your perspective and the way you flip things is so unexpected. Like, I, I like watching you because I never know what you're going to say. Oh, thank you. And you, it's usually something really fucked up. <laughs> and so that's delightful and it's refreshing. So awesome. Thank the you. The fact that you're talking about this shit is crazy and funny to Awesome. Me, thank you so much. Yeah. Well, because I'm sure a lot of people have the same thoughts. It's just you verbalize it. They don't say it. it or yeah. But sometimes there are things that... It's disturbing, though. You're, you're kind of disturbing. Really? I'm a disturbing person. Yeah. They, they look really <laughs> weird to me. Like, for example, you know, the goal, the goal of going, the goal of going to the gym. Like, I'm a disturbing person. I, going well, on. I've been, I've been told that, yeah, you say, like, super disturbing things. And all. But sometimes, like, you go to the gym, and then you ask yourself, well, okay, why am I here? Right. Okay, to, to get healthy, to look better, to look. But then people start introducing stupid bullshit, like, oh, I have to only eat protein. And I have to reduce carbs. And then I have to, like, just drink a lot of water, bro. Because I'm dehydrated and then water. And then, and then for a while, after, after, like, six months, you see somebody's been going to the gym regularly. And you see some changes. But then you see they're turning into this cockroach, like, with a big belly. And then it's because they're drinking water all the time. And they're bloated, and then they, they're taking all of these stupid what are you supplements. Talking about? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, these people that supposedly they're in a good shape, but they're like bodybuilder types or fitness types. And then you see, like, in a fucked up way, the guy's, the guy's neck is bigger than his, like, it's like fucking, he's getting, like, bigger, like, not <laughs> proportionately. And, and then they keep eating all of these, like, supplements, and that becomes, like, a fat, like, yeah, just. Just take this. This is the best protein well, Everybody's ever. always looking for a quick fix, right? When it comes yeah. to like diet and exercise yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, we all want something that will change us and get us to the place we want to be quickly and easily. And so, I mean, we all try different things, right? Try different things. But, but I think there is a simple way of seeing like what is really fucked up. Like what is like not normal. By, 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 by normalized abnormal behavior, I'm talking about like you sometimes you go like to LA fitness or 24 hour fitness and you find all of these like fat trainers hiding under their desks Stop. eating ba big really? Macs. Yeah. They're I've, not I've fat trainers at yeah, LA. They're really? like they're pulling the stomach in and the guy does a few burpees and he's like, yeah, man. And you can see like the ones who are in a real good shape, you can tell they're on steroids. Wait, but what do you yeah. do to stay in shape? Like if you're going to, what are because oh. do you buy into any of the fat trend diets or whatever whatever it is the fat like yeah. the if any of the diets or any of the trendy exercises yeah. many 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 years ago and by this i mean many many years ago i got dumped by this uh, girlfriend and i got so hurt that i decided to go vegan and i tried being a vegan for 8 hours and then <laughs> i was like oh this is so painful i'm going to go back to for just 8 hours yeah it was super painful and then i started doing um ashtanga yoga that was super difficult for me back then because it was a, it's a very difficult, strenuous uh, exercise. It's what makes that different than other kinds of yoga? What's, what's specific to that type? I was the, the, my, my very layman knowledge of it was like it's been westernized, so they're making it more athletic. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I kind of like that kind of yoga because you're like actually like really working out. Really in working it. out. But I mean, yoga in general yeah. is a great workout, even when it's yeah. super slow. But I, I, I've had issue with it around LA too. Yeah. Just because there's like a lot of like, it can be dirty. Like it can get gross. Yeah, it can be gross. And then sometimes like you have a, an instructor in the class who in the midst, in the middle of the class, he goes like, 
yeah, if you release this chakra and try to, like, you know, get the energy in this chakra, which is located between your testicles and anus, an immense amount of energy. And I'm like, listen, shut the fuck up. I came here to, like, stretch my pelvis and do, like, you know, a <laughs> couple of roundhouse kicks or whatever. I'm not here to, like, learn about this source of energy that's, like, right behind my balls, you know? <laughs> so those are the things that pisses me off. But what I do for fitness is, like, you know, every morning I run three miles, then I go to the gym, just lift some weights, do push-ups or do my spinning class. One hour, one to one and a half hour, and I watch what I eat. I think you're uh, the guy in the spin class. That <laughs> What's that? You're in the spin class. Yeah, I'm in the spin class, but I also like every now and then um, I you're look into You're an eight-hour vegan. I'm an eight-hour vegan. I have a sh- uh, shaver that has a handle so you can, can shave my back. If I shave my <laughs> back and I flex, if I don't see any muscles, I know I'm getting fat. So then I starve myself. That's my routine. Yeah. That's hilarious. You have to shave. Who did somebody help you shave your back? No, I do it by myself. How? It's it that's the, a workout. That is how you get your biggest workout I, in. Exactly, it's biggest stretch. Because yeah, you should, you should be like, how do I work out? I shave my I back. Shave my back, and then I and flex, then I shave my balls, and, and that's my workout. Yeah, that's a, that's a workout. <laughs> no, balls is easy because it's right in front of you. But the back and like yeah, how do you standing. do that exactly? Shave your back. You look in the mirror and you. Yeah, yeah. I have how a do you mirror. get like all well, the, the way in? The shaver has a long handle. Oh as, my God! As a long like stand that 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 um is that, that like a special Iranian shaver? Exactly, yeah. It's for it's for hairy backs, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not that hairy. I mean, the feedback I got is like I'm okay. Wait, so is it what is it for people who have hairy backs? I've never even heard of such a thing. You can go thing. get waxed. Oh, have you done that? Yeah, one time. Yeah, it only takes once. It was painful, right? It was so painful so painful that I developed a lot of respect for one of my colleagues who gets a Brazilian wax every week. Oh, she does? Yeah, and she tells every me about week? it. Every week? I'm sorry, every month. Okay, yeah. Every month she say, comes to me and crazy. says, hey, listen, you know you know what I did yesterday? And I know, like, oh, you got a Brazilian. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Dave is coming. Dave is coming back. Oh, uh, like her boyfriend or something? Yeah, yeah, So yeah, she gets yeah. a Brazilian before she sees yeah, her yeah. man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... And she shares that information with me. Right. I don't, I don't know why, but one because time... Because you're hilarious, and so oh, she knows that you. you're going to be... And one time when I got my back shaved, uh, my back waxed, uh-huh. and, and, and this lady, she, like, ripped the hair off oh. right there, and then it was so painful that right there, and then I just, I was just thinking about her vagina <laughs> and how powerful <laughs> it is that can handle that much pain. It's an yeah. excruciating pain. It's awful. Yeah. I've had it done a co- I've quite a few times over the years, and it's yeah. awful. I don't, I, I don't. But I mean, the more you do it, the less it hurts. You get used yeah. to it, and then, so. But it's. Yeah. Back to back to that exercise. Oh, okay. What I was trying to say is like, there are these people like they get into this one crazy fat. Like I knew somebody who was just like, just I'm just gonna eat protein. I'm just gonna lift weight, and I'm just gonna have like water. And then after a while, the person would quit and gain the whole weight back. Right. Develop some new medical problems and had to go. That's why I was like, what's wrong with being doing everything in moderation? Yeah, you know, I kind of like I massively cut out sugar this year. And it's but it's impossible to keep it completely up. But I went clean from sugar for a while. Oh. Now I just have a little bit here and there, but it's so intense now. Like it's way more, s- way sweeter than. But, but you've always been in a good shape. Like I've known yeah. you now. I've seen you last time. I s- the first time I saw you was like ten years ago. Yeah. Same yeah. shape. You think? I, yeah, I mean, I had same. two babies, and kind of uh, weight came. And then living in Tennessee, I put on some weight, and like it just after well, my pregnancy. Anytime I saw you, were in the same like. Ah, good. Thin Thank you. 
I feel shape. like I'm in better shape now than I've been in years just because I've been able to really take care of myself. I'm not dealing with anyone else that I need to take care of. So it's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Other than my kids, I just take my kids and myself, which, you know, that's a lot of work. But yeah. but I've been able to, like, be fitter. But I did. I cut out sugar for a little while. And I liked that. But that's I don't know if that's a fad or just. I don't know. No, that's not a fad. That's just like eliminating poison from your food. <laughs> By fad, I mean like people who poison. just start like, oh, okay, I'm just going to have these protein bars and I'm going to chew gums or I'm going to just drink water. Yeah, I need more water. Right. Like, okay. It's not healthy. One glass, two glass, three glass, four glass. You're blown up. <laughs> You've had a gallon <laughs> yeah. of water. I'm sorry. When you're uh, you're Iranian, anything you're blowing up, I'm gonna that be a little bit nervous. Coming nah, nah, from you. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry about it. Like, um, I got frisked at the door by the bouncer. They yeah, didn't right. find anything <laughs> on me. Yeah, yeah. You're not blowing anything up, nah, are you? Nah, nah. We we um uh, Iranians don't um like to blow themselves up. They hire Palestinians to right, do it for right. them. Yeah, yeah. I've already yeah. <laughs> yeah <you've> already <laughs> oh my God! Is there anything else that you would like to add to today's bizarre conversation? Oh no! It's just that um. Yeah, like the one what you mentioned about bizarre. Like I always want people to know, like I don't mean anything I say in like a mean spirited way, you know. I don't it's just that like uh, observations. Like yeah, you know, I see this people people doing stupid things, according to me, and then I say like, hey, listen, I think this is fucked up, but that's it. But I I I think I'm a I'm a I'm a person filled with. Uh, I was gonna say love, but that would be a lie. But I'm not filled with like. Her hatred, you know, right. trying to like find fault within things. So that's it. I just want to say, like, yeah, if you're listening to this, just don't go to CrossFit. It's gonna, it's gonna fuck up your oh knees. Oh yeah, what did we learn today? Yeah. Okay, we learned that hipsters are what they're like wearing beer. Tight, they're, wa- they're wearing tight pants, to right? To emasculate but they want to be manly. They want to be manly, so they put pubic hair on their faces, right. aka facial hair. They okay. go to CrossFit. Okay. And uh, and uh, we learned that. Um, we, we learned that, well that fat shaming and retard shaming is basically the same thing. Said, well, we we learned that in a comedy context, if you're heckling, uh-huh. or if there are times where you're going after people, if they point out the amount of lard in your midsection and you get severely depressed, it's your fault because well, you, you were shouldn't have talked in the comedy club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but so also, like the concept of like, oh, you're fat shaming, or these people are fat shaming, fat shaming. I I sh- I, w- I think we what we learned is, f- the concept of fat shaming should not be used as a shield in front of the fact that maybe the food companies are also fucking up with the food. Maybe got it, got it. There's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, so we're maybe not... we need an in dep- independent investigator. So instead investigator. of fat shaming, we're, we should be more concerned with... Yeah, we shouldn't, we shouldn't like make Monsanto fun of shame, shaming. Monsanto shaming. Okay. Exactly. And then um, if I've learned that if I vehemently disagree with you on a particular topic, that you probably won't be my friend because I should just eat shit. Oh, um, in that one, he couldn't be my friend. Like w- he right. and I, we cannot have a discussion or an argument over the matter of a beautiful person named Trump. Right. Because to him, everything he does is just perfect. It's just perfect. So basically, and then we, okay, we also learned that, um, that prostitution and, and porn Remember you said about that? Yeah. That, that was I important. And, and, and I believe if prostitution um, gets legal, um, the, the porn, porn industry, industry will is going to suffer and Fox News. 
Got it. Because Fox News. Uh, but the, we've also yeah. learned we can't have that happen because porn is a wonderful place for you to delve into some of your research. So we have to keep porn going oh, so that you can me? research, yeah, all these I, different I, topics. I only, I only, uh, I only researched the um, the um, the fat percentage of the oh, body through the 70s porn. porn yeah, yeah. Versus that's the only versus time you've utilized porn for your research. That in in that one instance, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, people fucking won't won't teach you much. Like, let's say if I want to <laughs> learn about like the the country's GDP <laughs> or China's exports, I can't go and watch like um, I don't know like. Um, ghettogaggers.com or whatever <laughs> you know like you won't learn from that i heard that uh, on you may not learn what you were s uh, seeking to learn yeah exactly but but on on uh, in the case of seeing how people during this holy act of fornication were shaped right um, the body the body has changed over time yes exactly that's wow. that's an observation you can see oh, okay like the same way like when you watch a basketball game from the 70s you go oh these guys are skinny but now they're built Oh, so yes, yeah, it's you know, like a difference. more science yeah. behind building muscle. Yeah, exactly. And the same with the porn. Like, you see, oh, somebody from the 70s, skinny guys, like, doing it like a rabbit. Now, you see, like, a built guy who's doing it like a, uh, an elephant. And then when he finishes, you see jiggles because <laughs> he has fat under his skin, more than the guy from the 70s. So porn is a useful source for... For this for one particular instance, it was. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like well, I can't, I can't like research climate change based on. Oh, you might. Like, yeah, you, you might. Yeah. yeah. You never know. You might. Uh, I, I, I think you could probably make Find it work for whatever topic yeah. you want to research. Yeah, sure. Definitely. So, thank you for joining thank me on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks you for having me. And sorry if uh, anything I said was disturbing. How can people or find you? Oh, um, I had a Facebook <laughs> account. That Why got are you apologizing? You don't mean that. You're yeah. sorry if you. This is just cultural habits, you know. We just apologize and we kiss ass. But you don't mean it. Like if you no, offended somebody, it, really, you really yeah. mean. <laughs> I usually say I'm a, I'm so sorry, and then five minutes later I say the same thing. Yeah. People, people can find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is ykafi. Ykafi. Yeah. Okay. That's my only form. Yeah, of Yeah, because media. Y is yeah stands for the Yishar. first letter of your name. Yeah. And Kathy. Yeah. Okay. So the Twitter handle is Y K A F I. Y K A F I. Okay. I had a Facebook account. It got deactivated because um, I was procrastinating a lot. So I decided to get rid of it. Oh, well. But I'm gonna reactivate it. All right. At some point. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a secret Facebook which I use to meditate. Um, I I go on my. Um, my, one of my ex-girlfriend's page and I visualize her husband getting into a car accident that calms me down so that's how I meditate every day well awesome yeah, I'm okay. joking I don't do that yeah, yeah okay. you're hilarious right. okay you're you're fucking crazy I'm just gonna tell you okay. straight up but thank you so oh, much thank for you being so on much. the podcast Thanks thank for you for me. sharing your insanity and thank you and one day we'll just have to talk like I'll just have to share with you like or have you share some of your stories about your history because some of the things you've told me just about your life are pretty mind-boggling oh so yeah, yeah. Some, some, some other episode for yeah, sure. Yeah, some other time down the road. Definitely. So awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on it. Mm, thank you. Bye. <laughs>